0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Fantasy Football
0: Frenzy.
2: Simulcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio, Dish Network. All those good things iHeart Radio, the TuneIn Radio app, FNTSY Radio app, our number two, we go YouTube Live with the Goons, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. We got a fresh link for week number 15 posted, so in the program we'll get through and go through some of that stuff. Plus, I want to look at the AFC and NFC Pro Bowl rosters. They were announced yesterday. Some interesting names on these uh, Pro Bowl teams. So, talk to the homies about that. Obviously, we'll get you on the telephones. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. All in, kid. Good morning, sir. Good up. Um, g- good up. Get up. Get up. Not, not saying get, up. get up. You've already, up. You're already up. You've you, you probably took a nap after the link came out. And then you know now you're up this morning doing the radio program. Not, How are you? It's
1: not a nap. It's a it's, it's bed. When, you go to, <laughs> when you're done with the lake. Yeah, the lake comes out at midnight. There's no I don't take a nap, <laughs> and then get back up at one thirty in the morning. It's called bed. I have long. I take long naps.
2: <laughs> to be honest with you, See, I, took the- what, I took what yesterday afternoon. Yeah, it was. Very- I can't do
1: naps. Period. I can't. I can't. If I take a nap, I can't sleep at that night. Oh
2: yeah, that happens to me every now and then too, and that's very frustrating, especially some days when you got to be to work at six o'clock in the dawn morning.
3: That's why there's Nyquil, yeah, <laughs> all that good
2: stuff. What's the
3: deal, Matt? What's going on with you? How's
2: everything shaking today?
3: It's a wonderful Wednesday. Uh, we're getting closer to Week 16 championship week. No Thursday night football this week. No Thursday night football uh. to worry about. Hip hip hooray! Santa's coming to town. Yeah, so
2: all these good things going on. Reinside Rock and rollies right now. It's has,
3: has the finishing exec been naughty or nice this year?
2: I just, that's been nice this year. I had a decent year. Well, I, the fact, a, Did
1: Scott answer the same? Huh? I said, was Scott answer the same? Was Scott I know, say right? Nice? He's probably, I don't know
2: about that. Probably not. I had, I, had, it was good. I had a good season. You know, the first part of the year was a little rough. But everything other than that was good. I wasn't mean to nobody, though, except for Engel. But it was tough love with Engel. I wanted to get him. I wanted to get him to the Cardano told you to. Yeah, exactly. Cardano was like, "This is you got to do this." I wanted to get Angle back to his championship form, so it was tough luck. It worked. It, and worked. it worked. He's, he's in the GST. In the GST, he might take down overall in the GST, the whole thing. So, and then he won his Scots Fishbowl League, um, and then whatever else you know leagues he's in. So, shout out to the K.
1: He's got. He's getting it done. <laughs> I checked out on that league about, like, week seven.
2: <laughs> hey, Jake, I was me and Greg was like, Scott's Fish Bowl, I hate to say this because Scott Fish has a tremendous job getting the together and the toys for tots and everything, the good stuff that Scott Fish does. But t- Scott's Fish Bowl is like a draft.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a draft, yeah, yeah. and then
2: you forget about it.
1: <laughs> oh, and this is the biggest thing is, like, it's so long before the season starts. I started the season with, like, four or five people that either – weren't making the starting squad or got cut or hurt. And it's just like once you're behind that kind of eight ball and then you're trying to recover for the entire year, it's it's almost impossible.
3: I had a good team in that. I made the playoffs, but like the last couple of weeks, my team kind of like died off. Yeah. It didn't
2: hurt you when it died off, though, did it? Nah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I still got the Staten Island League. I'm not tripping off of this. Mm-hmm. When we come back and start this next segment, like I said, I want to look at the AFC Pro Bowl roster because I want to see how as fantasy owners how we would view it differently um so want to do that and then i also want to talk about what we were talking about earlier this morning hedging your bets for your playoffs because only two teams playing and the monday night thing the last game going having that final piece eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine fancy football frenzy, off and rolling Fantasy football friends, the FNTSY radio. Fantasy executive, Wall Street, the all-in kid. Fantasy football three amigos, amigos. Excuse me, I said that word incorrectly, but that word is Latin, so it's not really what I'm fluent in. But I still should know amigos. That means friends, in um, in Spanish. Friends. Let me ask you a question. I have spent more time looking at Steve Gallo, who I'm playing in the flex. (laughs) I spent more time this week looking at his lineup than I have mine, Matt. And normally, throughout the course of the regular season, it's something I don't do. I don't know who my opponent is playing. I don't know who my opponent is until I check live scoring, which is around halftime of the 1 o'clock games. I'm a little bit of a fiend like that. I like to know what's going on. I don't have a problem with it this time of year, Matt. As a matter of fact, I think if you're not doing it, you're doing it wrong.
3: Uh, you know, I'll take a look, and I really—you guys you only have one home league, yeah. yeah. I had The head-to-head matchup. I took a brief look this morning, but it's really I'm I'm gonna play my team and put my best guys out there. Yeah, I, I, all I can control is what I do. Yeah, not what he does. I understand if say he puts in a quarterback that maybe my you know if I had a tiebreaker between receivers. Yeah, like we have Golden Tate. If you played Matthew Stafford. Do you put in Golden Tate if Keenan Allen don't play?
2: But you won't make none of your lineup decisions based on what he has going, right? No,
3: not really. That's not going to happen. I, You know, we're, t- we're too strong. Too okay,
2: you feel, like you feel like your team is indestructible anyway. Yes, I do. All in, kid. I know you like, you don't really check your scores till Tuesday morning, so I doubt during the regular season you spend time tripping off your opponent's lineup. <laughs>
1: No, I think that's a mistake, honestly. We talk about it all the time. It's the fact that you don't set to your opponent's lineup because you have all those people. And I know that's just taking it another step is the fact that, like, oh, he's starting Philip Rivers, so should I bench, you know, like Devontae Adams or Tyrell Williams so I can offset Philip Rivers? Yeah. And people do that way too often. But they also go as far as to see, like, oh, look at the projections. The projections yeah. say I'm going to lose by 25 points. I need to build basically what people would call a DFS tournament lineup. And – The truth is, when it comes to playing fantasy football seasonal, you need to be playing cash lineups. Those are the lineups Mm -hmm. that win every single league. The people that start putting way too many upside players with way too big of a floor, that's where you fall into trouble. So looking at that now, we are the championship game. I can understand. Yeah, look, and I'm not going to say there's any problem looking at your opponent's lineup. You know, I, I look just out of curiosity for someone, but I'm not setting my lineup based on it. What I'll set my lineup based on this week, though, is I will take a few more chances than I normally would. Like, if I'm in that range of a wide receiver three and it's the T.Y. Hilton, Robbie Andersons, and stuff like that, you know, maybe I'll be like, look, this is the championship game. I have to go for my biggest point total no matter what. It has nothing to do with who he's playing. Just I need my biggest potential, so I'll go for that. But at the same time, I'm not benching to go back to, like, I'm not benching a wide receiver two to go for somebody like Tyler Lockett because they have a great matchup this week. No, I
3: think that's obviously what's up. I'll just say I never look at the like uh, the projections like you're favored to win by 14 points. I no. never look at any of that.
2: No, 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 because that you, you put yourself in the bad light doing it. I told you like a, like this super smart computer does not do that. Somebody like us does that. You know what I'm saying? They, they you know they
1: Mike Clay builds the projections for ESPN. exactly.
2: Mike Clay does the projections for ESPN, and I've chilled with Mike Clay many times. Mike Clay don't have a damn <laughs> you know what I'm saying crystal ball you feel what I mean so you know it's a part of it it's a part of the process we trust his work and stuff like that but he's not going to go through an entire season nailing score after score after score that would be crazy yeah. if that was the case Mike Clay wouldn't live in Bristol he would live in Las Vegas you feel what I'm saying if he was a smart guy now I mean he is a smart guy Do I work with him as a matter of fact the last person I did work with with Mike Clay was out on that Sirius XM so there you go um, Jake, but like I said, I've been looking at Gallo's lineup because trying to block him on the waiver wire and stuff like that. He has $5 That's left. Right. I have $8 left. But the dude team, is, he, the team is nothing really you can block on Gallo's team. I'm like, how'd this guy's team get this damn good? He's going to run the Corey Parson offense on me this week because he has Zach Ertz and Greg Olson, And I'm I very well could fall to a taste of my own medicine. So I'm kind of upset about that. But. When you look at this time of year, like you said, Jake, looking at your opponent's rosters to make that extra pickup, especially if you have more fab bucks in them, that is a smart way to go,
1: right? That's definitely a smart way to go. You know, I talked about – look, go go back to the flex. The smart move should have been by – so Florio is who I'm playing in the championship. There's Ronis and I don't know who Florio – oh, Scott Pianowski. yeah. They all should have been paying attention to my team and noticed that I was the only person that didn't have a second quarterback in the Superflex because I lost Tyrod Taylor earlier that year and I had to make a move. I I grabbed Peterman at the time, and obviously that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. But when it came back around, somebody grabbed Tyrod Taylor before I could get him back. So I didn't have a second quarterback right now. They all should have went out and made sure I didn't get Eli Manning because what happened? I got Eli Manning for nothing, and I advanced.
2: And, then, and you beat Adam Ronis, too. I, 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 I meant to call him last night. I am going to tease him so hard. Because Ronis yeah. is ultra competitive, you know yeah, what I'm like, saying? I'm going and, to make, I be, and I beat him with Eli. I love that. Goblin, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to make it. Too. When I get Adam Ronis on the phone with Dika, I am going to make him hang up the telephone on me. That's how <laughs> bad I'm going to give it to him. But yeah, that's
3: what I agree. If you have yeah. uh, open waivers and you can block people like Sussman's been doing that. And yeah. Jake, that's when you need to be seeing who your opponent is that week and who your potential opponent is. Yeah. And I would have been looking. So, Jake's only got one quarterback. Yeah. I could drop my sixth wide receiver here and pick up And that's the thing. And the reason why you have the real
2: estate and the time to do that now is because unless you're, like, this super-duper fantasy player, you don't have – Like, I had 12 redrafts. All 12 of them ain't playing this week. You, you know. feel what I'm saying? And if somebody
3: tells you that's the truth, they, well, they also, pull so your you leg. You have 12 redrafts. And just to make it – not all your leagues, we, six teams get in. Exactly. There's a lot exactly. of them where only three teams You're right. two teams You're right. get
2: in. And that's a much difficult process. There you go right there. So it's not, you know, it's not like like right now I'm checking. I'm going against Gallo head-to-head. Head. The other one is the total points format. So I can't do nothing with all three of these rosters. And waivers have stopped running in that league already, man. But we talked about this earlier. I'm, I don't have a problem with it. I don't know where Jake stands on it, but I know where you stand on it. The $0 bid...
3: I'm cool with zero dollar bids because you could run out your money, at some. But point. that's part of that's part of the strategy to not run out of your money, and it's not just in football; it's in baseball. I I just personally don't like it because it keeps you in. You can blow your money and still get players, and well, I don't well, think they're, they're not too. really
2: good. Like if I had a zero, yeah, if I didn't have no quarterback
3: this week and I had a zero dollar bid, I might have to pick up Peterman. Say and just hypothetically, say I had no money left. I'm in the flex, and I had. And, and I picked up Eli. Uh-huh. You know, that's not right. I, I had no more money. I blew my money. I did not budget my money correctly yeah. or throughout the season. So that's just the way I feel. Look, other people are going to feel differently. You want to play with $0 bids? Play with $0 bids. Yeah. I personally don't like it.
2: $0 bids, all in, kid. Uh, I
3: don't think we have $0 bids in the flex. Are you for or against no, we have yeah.
2: Well, we do have $0 bids. Also, Gallo can. Well, I still got money, so I can block him anyway. But um, you, you, you're, you're, I don't want to say a proponent, but you don't have an issue with $0 bids, or you think, um, where, where do you stand on $0 bids?
1: No, I'm actually a proponent for it because the, the fact is, it comes down to the same situation as IRR. If it's tough luck, it's tough luck. If you now, I I understand Matt's point, and I can understand people being out there reckless and you know, oh, seventy dollars on this running back for one week, and you're just a bonehead for doing that. But at the same time, it could just be somebody who's managed their money properly, like I did in the flex league with the the, the the super flex. I wasn't, I never spent more than I think. 15 maybe 21 week on any player but i just suffered a lot of injuries this year and i just had to keep making uh, moves to do that And the zero dollar bid i see to me as open waivers and there's no that's the thing is there's no way to open waivers after auction so like if you missed out on a player to go back and say, like, all right, the the waivers are open. Go back and pick up people once they're free and open and everything like that because that opens up the first-come, first-serve, which we were trying to fix. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't have a problem with it because it's that kind of aspect of, like, I think you should still be able to make waivers if you run into bad luck. Okay.
3: I'm just more of, you know, you get to bid Wednesday night, you get to bid Friday night. And then, yeah. And if you want to play with an IR, I'm more of the, you could have the one IR spot, but the guy needs to be on the IR, in my opinion. So now let me ask
2: you this. Matt when you when and outside of the uh the high stakes arena, mm-hmm. outside of the professional circuit, what would you say is your favorite uh game hosting site? Is it ESPN? Is it C B S? Is it Yahoo? Is it my fantasy league? Is it fan tracks and all the
4: at. I'd probably
3: go with Yahoo. That's what I was brought into fantasy on. I mean C B S is the first one because I played more football than I did baseball back yeah. in the day. But when I moved to LA, my friends got me involved with Yahoo. It's, it was Yahoo. Like in even in like CBS this year, this Staten Island League that I'm going to the championship game in, we had Zeke, he was suspended, you know, and we had to just eat that roster. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? So I mean as far as those go, I do like the uh, maybe it's just my comfortability. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of the ESPN site.
2: Okay. But. Jake,
3: what would you say is your favorite
2: uh, ESP you know, out of other other game hosting sites?
1: I don't really have a favorite because okay. I think they've all got their. The thing is that they've all got their issues. Like if we could combine all of them into one, that'd be great. But <laughs> Yahoo's okay. I don't. Their interface I'm not a huge fan of. My fantasy league is great, but there it's very hard to get around with some yeah. things on there and it get very complicated. ESPN is probably the cleanest and the nicest, and that's where my home league is. But at the same time, I don't like that you can't customize waivers enough over yeah. there. So, it, it, like they've all got their pluses and minuses. I
2: agree. Um yeah you you couldn't combine them to make one super whole game hosting site. Yeah and, and, and super flex. And, yeah so there you go right there. 844843687 I want your opinion on some of these same topics hedging going while uh, you looking at your opponent's roster and we get ready to break down the NFC Pro Bowl roster.
0: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet in the pocket of your khakis? Well check it out now you can. It's the fantasy sports radio network app.
2: I see my guy, Don Burns, sticking with the Gucci Man theme. Unfortunately, Gucci Garoppolo is going to have to wait till next season to get into your fantasy lineups because tough matchup this weekend versus Saxonville. That Jaguars D is coming from. If I'm not mistaken, pun last time I checked, it was eight. They, if opposing quarterbacks averaged eight fantasy points versus um, Jacksonville. So, Gucci Garoppolo probably shouldn't be in your lineups this week. But... Jake Gucci Garoppolo is going to be highly regarded in drafts next year, especially now. This is all speculation, but let's just say somebody like a Josh Gordon ends up in San Francisco. Garoppolo is going. Garoppolo might be. Garoppolo might be the fifth quarterback to go off the board (laughs) next year.
1: He's not going to be that far. Don't get crazy over it. (laughs) The fact is, he is. He'll probably be if, if he stays in San Francisco. That That's assumed, but it's not a guarantee. Let's remember that. Mm-hmm. Stays in San Francisco, and they add something in the wide receiver court where Marquise Goodwin isn't the only option that they have, then you're probably right. People are going to move him to the QB1 discussion, and rightfully so if he continues to play like this. If he shows up against Jacksonville and can get anywhere near 300 yards, he doesn't even need to get multiple touchdowns. If he gets near 300 yards and just one touchdown against Jacksonville – that alone should be a, another feather um, in his cap for next year.
2: Matt, if he was to go for 300 versus Jacksonville in week 16, I can hear the talk in August. Remember in week 16 versus the vaunted Jacksonville, Jackson 5, Gucci Garoppolo
3: threw for 300 yards? That ain't going to happen. Nobody's saying. That. <laughs> I, 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 need, I, I need the Jacksonville, Jackson 5. <laughs> Cat Scratch Fever Whatever Whatever it is I need them to Sweep the step up I think the Cat Scratch um,
2: Fever Is the name The BFFs gave them Yes That is correct
3: Uh, Shout out on uh, Shout out on Twitter To to the King That was a pretty funny tweet Yes And uh, I'm not on Facebook But the George Kurtz uh, Facebook uh, post George Kurtz for-
2: don't like leaves <laughs> you know George Kurtz George Kurtz complained all the time period but he definitely don't like the fall when the leaves are falling and his wife begins- well, he's got the palatial estate he's got the palatial estate so there's a lot of leaves falling all over that place so George is very upset um, so there goes that uh, something I wanted to get into myself this is my thing when it comes to league uh, game hosting sites I'm a big fan of uh, the My Fantasy League site. I think Jeff Stein's a great guy. Anytime that I've done commission services there, he's always looked out. I know the interface can be tough. If you're used to ESPN, CBS, and Yahoo,
3: you're like, what the hell is this? I'm, I just want to say, I'm lost on that site. Yeah. I find it... I don't know, I'm not trying to put them down. Yeah. I know everybody loves it. And they mm-hmm. offer very good games and stuff like that. I just... Maybe it's just my inexperience yeah. with that site. I'm just, like, their totally, mobile, I'm just their, fish
2: out of water. Their mobile is, is not really, like, up to date. But they, my fantasy league is a small business, y'all. You feel what I'm saying? So, the, and, and you can kind of, it's, it's tricky, but you can set it up to run your league the way you want to run it. which you can't really do on ESPN for free or Yahoo for free. CBS you can pay and you get that and you get more of the bells and whistles and then I think in CBS you can kind of set it up the way you want to. The only thing the only my only real thing with the way people set up these leagues sometimes is I am not a fan of injured reserve. More than having more, having more than one injured reserve spot. That and the injured reserve rules. Like a player missed practice, they shouldn't be able to go
3: into the IR spot. So that's kind of my only thing. I don't thing. think
1: anybody does that anymore. Y-
3: yeah. Uh, but, but if they miss one game and they're not on the IR, I don't think they should be allowed to be put on the IR. <laughs> See now. Again, I don't think
1: anybody does that anymore either. Oh, really? See, I thought. I, thought I, don't know any, I don't know any sites that you can still do that on.
3: In the Flex Cup, we can't put guys that miss a game on the IR.
1: Yeah, you can put a game, but as soon as they're active you can't make your yeah, roster you're locked. You're locked. They're not on the injured reserve. I don't I don't think that's right. See, no, that- they were out for that week. You, if they're out for that week, you can put anytime you go to out, you can go out and find a replacement. But once they're activated, you can't make any roster moves if you try to leave them on the IR. I think
3: that's part of having a bench, but you know, we we, we disagree. I that
1: don't one. because if we don't, okay. if you don't have a play, you, 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 you can have a view. different
3: point of view, and I got a different. Point I'm of view. okay, so,
1: and okay. you gave yours. I'm just trying to give mine. If you have a quarterback and you don't have a second quarterback, so you can't put them on the IR to go find another quarterback, I don't think that makes sense.
3: I just like the fact where, when you have to make decisions and there's guys you don't want to cut, you got to cut them. And, you know, you have to, or if you want to hold this guy that you really, you know, you're like, I really don't want to release this guy. And then you release him. And you know what? They're like, damn, I shouldn't have released
1: him. I don't know. Exactly. That's I, why it's crazy. I
3: understand, but it, it makes it more challenging. Well, you say, what? I got to hold this guy. I, I I can't release him. I don't know. I, I find it more challenging that way. Yeah, you got, it's, it's, it's tough
2: to figure out the IR thing because you got weeks where, for example, if it wasn't for the Hurricane in week one, we would have had three weeks weeks 9, 10, and 11. Was it 9, 10, and 11? We would have had three weeks where there had been six teams on by. And it gets difficult in a 12 team league when you're try- trying to figure That's out injuries yeah. and stuff like that. So I get it, but I'm just like, I remember, I don't want to call nobody's name out. As a matter of fact, I mean, he's my he's my buddy. I'll call him afterwards if somebody go back and tell him. Nobody manipulated the IR spots like my man Dr. Roto Mark Bloom. Doc, and he's a doctor. You know what I'm saying? And Dr. Roto would manipulate IR spots. And that's when I was like, we got to figure out this IR thing because Doc was always having a player or two advantage because he
3: was manipulating the IR spot. I don't I'd rather have, instead of 16 spots, I'd rather just have 20, no yeah. IR spots, and play it that way. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Want to get your
2: opinions and thoughts on some of these changes and ways that we can make fantasy football a little more entertaining? Even though it's still the best thing going. Obviously, I need to find a new hobby. <laughs> I want to talk about some of these. Uh, let's look at these NFC. Uh, is somebody else making
3: fun of me on Twitter? No, no, okay. I interesting. Hunt is twenty-one yards behind uh, Le'Veon Bell for the rushing title. Oh, really? Wow. And how many less carries? That, have oh, you, to don't
2: look, have, you have to look that uh, up yeah, That's interesting right there because I'm quite sure Le'Veon Bell has more carries than Kareem Hunt yeah, Le'Veon Bell's
3: been, been pretty sick post bye.
2: I mean he's always sick Le'Veon I mean, Bell is a, is a beast I wonder if he's going to be a beast yeah, Pittsburgh has to sign him He's their whole team right now um, <laughs> NFC Pro Bowl Wide receivers Adam Thielen Shout out to Adam Thielen He got it done this season Michael Thomas Michael Thomas has been great Larry Fitzgerald I don't know if Larry Fitzgerald had a Pro Bowl ceiling, man. I think this might be giving him a Pro Bowl appearance because he's Larry Fitzgerald.
3: Well, if we're looking at it just from the NFC standpoint, or are we looking at it from all of football? Let's look at it from the NFC standpoint. Okay. I mean, let's see. Michael Thomas is in. How he's many? In. How many spots? We got three. We, three. we still got. We still. Uh, we have four. We have four wide receivers. Okay. Four making. So Michael Thomas is in. Adam Thielen. Those got to two, be in. Definitely. Uh, Devonte Adams. Right. No, Devonte Adams, huh? But I'm saying, he didn't th- get in. He didn't no, but I'm get saying, in. I'm thinking Yeah. I don't I mean, look, I don't really care. I don't pro yeah, yeah. bowl and stuff. I'm saying between us, I think those three are definitely in. I think they've proven to be the guys, Then it's between Fitzgerald, I mean, look, Julio Jones, as much as we want to like and that's say the- he was so disappointing and stuff. <laughs> the he puts there. the yardage there. He's got what 225 more yards than AJ Green. Eight or ten more catches. And see, that's AJ the AJ thing, AJ Julio, AJ jo-
2: Julio Jones and Larry Fitzgerald. I don't believe these two gentlemen were Pro Bowlers this year. So would you give it to Marvin Jones Jr. over them? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one right there, Marvin Jones Jr.
1: Now there's no way I'm putting either one of them over Julio, but I would definitely both of them over Fitzgerald. Okay. The fact the fact is Marvin Jones has almost the exact same amount of yards and more touchdowns and less receptions. Larry Fitzgerald just has him by like forty receptions.
2: And then, and he see well. He has the name value. His last it could be his final Pro Bowl. I get that.
1: Julio Jones. I mean, he's Julio Jones. Is, look, here's the thing: is I, I, think Fitzgerald, Adams, and Jones all have a case, but they're so close that this is this is far from the biggest problem that I have with the Pro Bowl rosters.
2: Okay, I'm
3: interested to see. What just don't know. go to the Pro Bowl game. <laughs> That's what I can tell you. Yeah, it's in Hawaii. That ever been to it, Matt? Yeah, with the, the one year I was in Hawaii, I went just because I was there and. It was one of the worst sporting events I've I probably have, I've ever witnessed. Yikes! What
2: about Des Bryant and Doug Baldwin? No Pro Bowl love for those two players. See, I, I think on. I think fantasy owners know more about who should be in and who should not be in
3: because you've been following I, it all sixteen weeks. I, where's the even the argument for either one of them? Yeah, I'd rather I'd, put, I'd give I'd put Devin Funchess in above both of them.
2: Okay, I can I can see that. Obviously Odell is injured. What about Robert Woods? I put Bush? Alshon Jeffrey over them. He's got almost nine. He's got nine, ten touchdowns. I, okay. Doug Baldwin, I like. But if
3: Robert Woods didn't get hurt and was able to maximize those weeks the way he was playing, then I would say yes. Robert, yeah, Robert Woods had a big season.
2: I can see too Robert Woods.
3: Huh? Not enough what? Too many,
2: too many missed games. <clears throat> right, I can dig that. Odell Beckham. Well, I don't think we can go. <clears throat> Jameson Crowder, not a pro bowler this year. Robert Woods, I
3: could see, beat on the bubble. Muhammad Sanu. No. I'm mean, no, just digging. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to, so trying to eliminate on, people. On, on the AFC side, I mean, it's, you, got, you got the two guys in AB right. and D Hop because those two are there. It's, Landry's got to be in, I, I think. No, Landry's okay. not in. Once again, who, who's the four they have? Okay, this is the
2: AJ AFC.
1: Green and Keenan Allen.
2: AJ Green and Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's been excellent. AJ Green, I have a huge problem with.
1: Why? More a- yards, same amount of touchdowns as Landry. I would put
3: Robbie Anderson in before him. I, no. I I think no. I, I think Landry needs to go
1: in, there. I can see Landry. I can see Landry. I don't Landry. see how you put it. Landry's got less yards and the same amount of touchdowns. How's he going over A.J. Green?
2: And I feel like Landry's been more consistent, but I guess Pro Bowl
3: voting is not about being consistent. Yeah. See, it's too much. Well, A.J. Green's got like three games where he's got 130
1: yards but more. There's so
2: much superstar and, appeal to the Pro Bowl. And that's why I, I'm like, just let fantasy owners yeah, dude, do this. It,
1: well, if you want the consistency of Landry over A.J. Green, that's fine. But I'm not – What basically I'm saying is, it's not like egregious. Like, oh my God, kick out AJ Green for Jarvis Landry. I think Jarvis Landry deserves to be there too. But the the AFC is definitely tougher. Like, we're making an argument for Adams and Fitzgerald and uh, Marvin Jones for the last one in the in the NFC, whereas the AFC is kind of like, well, they they wouldn't even be in this conversation.
3: True. All right, so let's. What about AJ Green versus Robbie Anderson? That's the one I think. I no. think I, that's that's the one I, I would do right there.
2: I would I would go Robbie Anderson if I had a vote. Mine was to go to, for, for Robbie
1: Anderson. Why? Less touchdowns, less yards, just as inconsistent. Less. He had a four game streak. That go look at Robbie Anderson's beginning of the season. He did nothing. It okay, was, that's, he
3: had a that would be the problem. Yeah, The beginning of the year he was right non-existent. Yeah.
2: Wanna keep this conversation going, eight four four, eight four three. Kill. I was gonna that was gonna be the next thing to came out of my mouth was gonna be he, the name he got of the on anyway. Tariq Hill, but Tariq Hill is the is the specialist on the team. Maybe we can change that. When we come back, we wanna continue with the NFC, go through some of the run you know, read off some of the other participants, talk about these NFC running backs, obviously Todd Gurley's on the list. Telephone lines open, eight four four, eight four three, six eight seven nine. 844- Eight four F N T S Y. That's eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source, twenty four hours a day. Fantasy football frenzy. F N T S Y. Radio. I'm trying to keep the energy level rolling in here. So in the break, Matt, you made a very good point. Um, people that are worried about. Nick Foles getting, like, only playing till halftime and then them going to whoever the damn third-string quarterback yeah, is.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I saw Jake answering some tweet or something like that. And I don't get why people are freaking out here. First off, Nick Foles needs to take snaps. Whether they, had this, whether they had this game locked up or not. Say, this guy's had one start, okay? He's not facing the Giants' defense come playoffs. He needs to still get all that, you know... He needs the familiarity and stuff. So, I I mean, I would not be worried. I I think he plays the full game no matter what in Week 16. Full game in Week 16 no
2: matter what. You would agree with that right all in, Kit?
1: It was my tweet. I've been yelling about this yesterday on Target. I'm going to do it again today. This is probably one of the most frustrating things I've had this week. And I understand people are panicking. I understand they just want to make sure. But this is just, first of all, teams don't rest players in Week 16 Anyway, they do if they get to the fourth quarter and it's a blowout. So part of the tweet has said, well, guess what? You're going to be happy if it's the fourth quarter and it's a blowout and you see Foles on the bench because you know what? That means he scored three touchdowns very likely. So the fact is that's part of it. And then Matt just said, said the second part of the tweet is Foles has one start. They're headed to the playoffs. They have to make sure Foles is ready for the playoffs. You don't get one start from Foles and be like, all right, good. We're good for the playoffs. We know he can handle it. Like seriously, stop panicking. Foles is not sitting. Nobody is sitting in a week sixteen unless it's a blowout. And again, then you're going to be happy anyway because they already put up tons of fantasy points.
2: I hope they sit him in week seventeen versus Dallas,
1: though. <laughs> They'll start at least the first half.
2: I'm not tripped. They can start Carson Wentz, like big dog Zeke back. They can start Wentz. I don't think it make a difference. Better not let
3: now. What if America get what in? if the Eagles beat him and what? they like, call the dogs off and still beat the Cowboys.
2: That would be horrible. <laughs> that would be – man, I would take off that next day. Speaking of Ezekiel Elliott, he gets back into action this week. So if you've been able to hold on through and through and make it this far with Ezekiel Elliott, we knew this was going to be a fight and it going to be, so be a struggle I'm
3: so excited to put him in. How excited? I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> God, <laughs> I cannot him. stand that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sick of the lineup up live commercial with Dane Martinez and Maria Marino. It burns my ears
1: to hit that commercial. <laughs> Joe, Joe, it's too late now. Joe and I were actually going to do one from our target with almost the exact same script and just change up a few words. Oh, gonna, really? That would be – We're going to be like, what up, Joe? What up, Jake? What we were going to do the entire
2: thing. <laughs> that's a good idea can, can somebody giggle in the background Like Maria
1: <laughs> Can we get that part you know, That's what I always say It's not that funny the yeah, It's A's not the breakfast. Part, yeah. It's not that
3: funny you just, just laughing dude. The best is when he says I don't need eggs I don't yeah. need bread And then he's I like he You have to shove it in an egg so sandwich Yeah <laughs> And somebody <laughs> called in And called him
2: out on it <laughs> Oh man! Shout out to Spin Speeds, Fantasy yes. Freestyle every night at seven p.m. Eastern, right here on the Fantasy Sports Bringer Radio Network. He yeah, in Spin Speeds, he be down here on a Friday night when he do the freestyle oh, right before we do old school. What's wrong, Jay? I
1: got a follow up. I got to follow up to the fullest thing. Like, what about Ertz? They're gonna sit oh, him, right?
3: Lord. <laughs> I don't think they're sitting Zachary. No, I, I think we had a talk about that. And I can see why Jake's getting all, all annoyed on Twitter and stuff like that. I, I mean, it just, just be common sense. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. No, I mean, well, in the same way, everybody
2: is not level of, you know, knowledge. The even, NFL not, is not the same.
3: No, no. no I, I get that. But uh, still, this is the best. If it was Carson Wentz and, you know, they had it locked up. And they're up twenty points at the half, then yeah, Maybe. they don't have nothing locked up either. Can they lock up anything this week?
1: Yeah, if if the Vikings lose on mm-hmm. Saturday, then it's just locked up. Okay. That's why everybody's panicking. Oh, okay. See, but this is the thing, it's like this is what we talk about every single year. This is people get to the championship game and start overthinking it. Over too, like uh just going crazy and this is how you lose championships.
2: Like the homie that used to be broadcast right behind us in Madison Square Garden, uh, Clyde, you know, paralysis over uh, the, p- paralysis. analysis. Of,
1: paralysis over analysis. <laughs> paralysis over is.
2: analysis. Yeah, there you go, right there. there you, you gotta you go to Clyde's for lunch one day.
1: It's on 10th Avenue. I, it was on
2: 11th Avenue, right?
3: It's untentable. It's not far from my house.
2: No, yeah, I know. It's walking this into your spot, it's man. Pra- it's
1: paralysis. I was just thinking, it's not over. It's paralysis by analysis.
2: Paralysis by analysis. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
3: You should get one of those blazes he wears. Did I like my man Joe Lisi won here that Saturday? <laughs> Joe Lisi's blazes of tame.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I never been to Clyde's. I heard it was a cool spot though. Like you go there like for like it was cool for uh, big time Knicks games, but the Knicks really don't have that many big time games no more. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven, my man Q is in South Carolina. Q, what up? Hey man, how y'all
4: doing
2: this morning, Jet? What's going on with you, Q? Hey, hey is right if I talk about
4: uh I need to know what
2: my lineup I mean, you can talk about whatever you want to, to Q. I'm, We're I'm, here for you, Q. I'm glad. I'm glad. You I don't know what we
4: did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I <know>. Matter of <laughs> fact,
2: matter of
4: fact, I'm more than a Yeah, I got, got a question. <laughs> you got, I, I okay. believe you got Keenan the number one. Um, yes. Do you think he's going to play that? I, I don't am. know if he heard or.
3: <laughs> I think if and he's if got I him number one, it. I think he's confident he's going to play. I
4: think, I think,
2: I think q <laughs> upgraded sure, him yeah. yesterday to probable. I'm not, I'm not certain yeah, on that though.
1: They took, they took him out of the game as precaution just because he's got a history of back injuries last year, last week. Oh,
4: okay, that's what they did. okay. What about a uh, Greg Olson? You think Greg Olson going to play the full game because he pretty much I picked him up on the waiver. Somebody dumped him. I, I did not believe he was out there for the championship game.
1: I'm not trying to predict Greg Olson. Look, he's inside my top ten, but I'm not trying to predict whether or not he makes it through a game at this point with that foot. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. I don't know. That's your risk. I Sorry. mean,
3: <laughs> after last week, I'm taking that risk. I think I would. Yeah, too. I know. That's
1: that's and that's why he's inside my top ten.
2: Yep.
3: Q, who would you be dropping? Who would you
2: drop and who would you play him? And who would you play him over? Or would you do a two tight end to Corey Parson offense?
4: Well, I had that, that guy, Ricky, uh, the oh, famous the, Ricky
3: Seal Jones. The legend. <laughs> You're dropping him for. Yeah. I would scoop up. Yeah. I would drop the legend and go get all Greg Olson. The legend
2: was a I, I, already, put it, <laughs> I already did it. Yeah, but I, but I, but I, I got Keenan Allen and Devin Funding, and I wanted to put Keenan Allen
4: back in, but I just wanted to double check. You know, and take Devin Fungis
2: back out. Keenan Allen would be good to go. And if, if, if there's any other news breaks before Saturday, we'll definitely got you covered right here, Q. Q, was this, was this your first season playing, Q?
4: No, it's actually my third. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm an older cat, man. And it's just, I just see fantasy, fantasy, fantasy in it. And my, my son-in-law and I asked him about it and I finally got into it I, I, I really enjoy I, it, it enhances my football experience like 110% man I, no doubt I had no idea that you know the, the intricacies and in the components dealing with fantasy how much it makes you give you a, 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 a full detail of what's going on with a football team no doubt you know, about some, it too. Some, some, some of the teams yeah I didn't I didn't even like, like some teams that really suck real bad I wouldn't pay too much attention until I started to a fantasy and I was like let me pick up your boy Isaiah Crowell yeah
2: sorry <laughs> I don't know why Q just came for me like yeah. that, right before the holidays. <laughs> Q came for me right before the holidays. Yeah, right before the holidays. Q came for me right before the holidays. Amazing. Oh, uh, Q, where where where, where you hey, play bro. at? Yahoo, ESPN. Yeah. Where well, you league
4: at? Leagues. I'm mean, Actually, I played playing the NFL. The NFL one. NFL.com. The guy wanted me to in Yahoo, and I'm in the championship in Yahoo, the Yahoo League. I'm in the championship with this, this guy, and then I'm uh, two championships in NFL. I got knocked out in the other two, but I, I'm doing pretty good. And, and y'all' analysis, man, it's really accurate. I mean, it really helps out a lot because you pay, you pay attention to the details, and and I appreciate that. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you guys, man, y'all props because next week, man, I won't be calling you guys. I guess still summertime. I guess until the till the draft come up. I, I,
2: hold on one second, Q. See, this was I was about to I was gonna wait to the goon hour to bring this up. Q don't just do, oh. Q we still gonna be working, Q. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We still gonna be here, Q. We won't be talking like, listen, the NFL we will be talking other stuff, Q. Just don't abandon us, Q. You feel what I'm saying? And, and Q
3: if you like fantasy, we can get you into fantasy
2: baseball.
4: Yeah. Oh, I, just, I didn't, I didn't, know if I, was, I, didn't want to bother you guys, I man. I know y'all be busy, so I was like, I, you know,
2: Q, we, we be here, Q. <laughs> yeah, we, be, Q, we, we, need y'all <laughs> to stay with us, Q. It's paramount to what we're doing. Oh. See, because Q as a fantasy owner now, oh. right? Do you think AJ Green should be a Pro Bowler
4: this year? Yeah, this year, Q. He's uh, a Pro Bowler this no. year, Q. <laughs> no, next
1: year. Uh, I don't <laughs> think the <laughs>
4: I don't think nobody on Cincinnati should be a pro bowler. There you go, For the
1: whole team.
4: There you go, I feel <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe, you. <laughs> I mean,
4: maybe somebody on the defense, but I don't know about the offense. I mean, there I you... think the team, when you're dealing with an individual player on a team, the team has to basically have some kind of productivity in that thing on a uh, division. And right now, they don't they don't count for nothing. And they're they giving up, like last week. So, uh Let's man. Yeah,
2: so there you go, IQ. Good looking yeah. out, my man. Hopefully, we we'll talk to you before the end of the week. And Q, don't abandon. And everybody else, don't abandon us. We still gonna be around. Fancy football friends. You got a new programming schedule going into effect on January eighth. Um, I'm not gonna reveal the details of that yet but uh, we'll still be here we'll be here we'll be around we'll be talking whatever it is and we'll have a good time doing it so don't don't just think because week 16 week 17 go past that you can say alright we'll see them in August no it don't work like that
3: and I just started my third NFBC draft last night I had the seventh pick and took Mookie back
2: I saw that um, um I want to ask you something about that draft board that I saw the third person off the board was Trey Turner
3: he's gonna he's gonna go three four you know he's gonna yeah. pr- go top five most. and look the guy stoned seventy six of ninety bases over his last one hundred and sixty two games. Jake, would you agree with that? Or are you too far?
1: Yeah, the only problem is health. No, I was on mm-hmm. him as a first rounder last year. Mm-hmm. There's only the only issue is health. It was I actually think I had him in like tenth or eleventh last year.
3: He's playing a premium position.
1: Steals. <sighs> Huge boost. He's got category in all five, all five category production. The although things, it's not a huge homer
3: The two things you'll consistently hear once we ramp up baseball is steals is a, is a premium asset and pitchers don't pitch as many innings. All right, so there you go,
2: right there. We've got plenty of time to break all of this stuff down as we move toward pitchers and catchers. But first, we got to get past week sixteen and then Super Bowl Sunday. But we got you covered. 844-843-6879 Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. 844 four, eight, four, eight, Looking at the tight ends in the AFC. Obviously, Roderick Kowski and um, Travis Kelsey Pro Bowl, AFC Pro Bowl tight ends. Delaney Walker,
3: Hunter Henry. Uh, Delaney Walker, Hunter Henry, who else? Well, uh, we're talking about tight ends for, for Pro Bowl? Yeah. Travis Delaney. Kelsey and... Is it, is it Kel- Kelsey, Kelsey and Gronk. Gron- it's,
1: it's yes, yeah, Kelsey and Gronk. Kelsey and Gronk Gron- got Kel- the spots. done. Just
2: move on. You you wait a minute. You can't make an argument for Doyle. Stop. Stop <laughs> <laughs> <There's too long. laughs> Nothing for Hunter Henry. Come on, Jared Cook. No, Bigfoot? not Bigfoot. Hunter Henry. No love for Hunter Henry. Nothing.
3: Okay. Nah, they can't be this year. Next year he'll be he'll he'll be a Pro Bowl. Who gonna leave though? I feel like Gronk and Kelsey got this got no, this Gronk's locked gotta up. Got to play a full
2: season next year. Yeah, that's you know, true you know, too. No, you got to worry about Gronk. Speaking of Gronk playing the full season, playing full season this year. Have you guys seen this story about uh, Tom Brady's personal trainer that the Patriots are like pushing him out now? They don't want no more to do with him? So, Tom Brady's like personal trainer more or less became like a part of the Patriots staff. This is the guy that Tom Brady works with, like exclusively. It's Tom Brady's guy. It brought him into the team. Some other teammates start working with him. They got like this TB12, like stuff that they put out and stuff like that is Brady's man. On the field after the Super Bowl, hugging Tom Brady, it's like it's one of Brady's guys. Well, this season, they're starting to, they like kind of backing this dude away where they don't want the rest of the team working with him. Obviously, Brady called his own shots. They asked Belichick about it. Belichick said, well, what do you want me to do? That's Tom Brady. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. It sounds like... It's- oh, it's like
3: Michael Jordan. I yeah, mean, what did, yeah, What did Phil uh, Jackson do? No. Michael Jordan <laughs> had different, you know, rules than everybody else. Yeah. <coughs> And I feel you. You know,
2: Jimmy Johnson will always say, listen, I'm going to treat Troy Aikman different than I treat Jason Garrett. It's just the bottom line of the matter. Interesting story, nonetheless. It's on NFL.com. I think I've seen it on ESPN.com also. I don't think it's like A-Rod and Uri, but the the Patriots are very adamant about getting this guy away from... From the rest of their athletes, besides Tom Brady, I,
3: I don't think uh, outside people like that should be allowed in, in into the locker rooms. I don't. Period. They should just have it where it's not allowed, so you don't have to worry about yeah. your number one star, your franchise player, and stuff. Have you, even having to put that being put in that situation. I, you don't agree with that? No, no I, mean, I'm,
2: I'm, I haven't really never thought. I never really thought about it I, like that. I think that. it just
3: opens up too many doors that you don't really want. Okay,
2: like. What do you think, Jake? Maybe not so much like a entourage members or something like that because you know them dudes can get kind of wild sometimes. But like a nutritionist, a personal trainer that's not with the team, but you're a superstar athlete that's 40 years old, you ain't got a problem with that, guys, those guys being around the team?
1: I don't have a problem with anybody that wants to train a certain way. If it's working, I mean, look, are you going to really complain about Tom Brady for what he's been able to do?
3: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I don't mind them training, but I don't think, you know, being – At the stage, that guy shouldn't be with them. That's what I'm saying. Put it like this. Well, he shouldn't be.
2: He's Brady's guy, not
3: the team's guy.
2: Yeah. Unless you're employed with the team. Yeah. Yeah. I just worry about, not worry, because, I mean, I'm not speculating either. I'm just saying, you know, A Rod traveled. That dude, that Yuri, A Rod's cousin, he traveled with them. You feel what I'm saying? So. I don't think everything was over. Yuri the top. was
3: the drug mule.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yuri was the plug. You know what I'm saying? Yuri was A Rod's plug. <laughs> so I'm not saying this dude is Tom Brady's plug, but it's I just find it interesting. The Patriots like really want this dude away from the team. They don't want his teammates going to his gym and stuff like that. They're like. Keep this guy away from us. That's Brady's guy, not really a New England Patriot guy. Coming up in hour number two, the Goo and Hour. We look at some NFC Pro Bowl stuff. Take a quick look, see if some action on some waiver wise guys you might need to pick up for this last little stretch piece right here for Championship Week. Got some interesting things in the link we'll go through. Plus, look at Ezekiel Elliott's return. Fancy football friends, the FNTSY Radio Hour number two coming up.